Hello and welcome to episode 149 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Toundro. Tonight I am joined by Harry Lazidis. Hello there. Matthew Wright. Hello. The off-camera shadow, Kyle Stevenson. Do you remember the maze? Do you remember, do you the, remember maze? the maze? Do you remember, do you remember the, maze? the maze? Jill Grote, do you remember the maze? I remember the maze so bad. In fact, I started singing that to a song that I was listening to that was just like a, <laughs> like, bumps, bumps, bumps. Remember the maze. Remember the maze. It's it like, did have, like, a nice happening? rhythm to it. <laughs> it was I, uh, like spoken poetry. During yeah. the, yes, during the our library act earlier that's available on YouTube.com slash 61Indie. Um, I mentioned that it sounded like the intro to a metalcore song. Like, it sounded like, if you ever heard the song I'm a Fake by The Used, very much the same energy. It's a very specific mic reference, and, and I'm going to continue. Anyways, uh, there's a lot to talk <laughs> about tonight, so we're going to get right to it. Uh, but first, you are listening to the 6-1 IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and youtube.com slash 61indie. Supporters over on patreon.com slash 61indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post-show. But if money is tight, no worries. You can still show your support with a simple click. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow at 61indie on Twitter and TikTok. Subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 61indie and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans, Kobe Cordes, Jacob McCourt, Nicole Humphrey, Play It Jason, Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir, Jessica Sanchez, The Compound, and Jill Grote. Yay! <laughs> uh, quick housekeeping. The Mini Indie Showcase returns on August 31st. The unofficial kickoff to PAX West. Our lineup is set. It is a banger. Jill, great tease for you. Hey. Uh, we, got, we got the announcement. We got an announcement related okay. to a game. That one Indian informer uh, previewed and really liked. Oh, no. Can you guess which one? <laughs> Off of that information, <laughs> all the Indies. <laughs> you won't believe what number eighteen is. <laughs> the whole podcast is me just going. Is it just this? Guessing. Is, is it, it this? this? Is it this? Oh. And then, like, you'll eventually get it. And I have to play coy. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube.com slash six one indie has been pretty active lately. A bunch of uh let's tries going up. We had the Annapurna showcase today at well, at the time of recording today. So go check that out. Uh same with TikTok. I've, I've been trying to keep the TikTok a little activated. So yeah, some some good stuff happening. Uh so go give it some love. I would like to start off with the Annapurna showcase and do a quick uh I guess rundown or just like highlights. I don't know. Jill, what'd you think about the Annapurna showcase today? It was a banger. It was 100% right. an A-plus showcase I was watching through. Even when we were getting, like, things that aren't quite as punchy, like the developer spotlights, I was still enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those times, I'm I'm taking notes down and stuff, too. So it's very helpful for me as a writer to have those moments of, of brooding. Yeah. Um, I think two of my big things i think no one's going to be surprised if they paid attention to my summer game fest but i'm super excited for cocoon yeah. i love that we got a date there and i believe that was in september let me double september check 29th. September, 29th. september 29th Woo! that's Woo. Uh, but also yeah. no more in september please <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> a lot of things started hitting in september all of a sudden uh and then a big the big reveal for me that i was not expecting and i love is called ghost bike I am so excited Dude. about this. It looks incredible. Yeah, it's a the way I described it, it on my channel, theindianformer.com, If anybody wants to go check it out, uh, is 
it is a touch of sable, a touch of season, a letter to the future, and then a dash of night rider. <laughs> Hell yeah. So <laughs> there is a flaming skull in the front of your bike, and you are going to the afterlife to challenge a dead cyclist. I don't know exactly who you're challenging, ghosts of some sort, to win the power, the ghost powers of the like past couriers that existed that had this sort of ghostly power and i'm not sure that that's a wild lore concept and i'm yeah. here for it hell yeah and from the people who made nidhogg which is yes. wild mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what a departure yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah during the live react kyle and i were like oh that the dev name sounds so familiar what the hell what what is that name and like when i googled it on the spot i was like oh no way it's the nidhogg folks and I had to like triple confirm, like, oh shit, it's the Nidhogg folks. But learning you're that you're on this journey to challenge somebody, that gives me Nidhogg vibes. Oh well, yeah. yeah. At the end. Yeah. It's it's the Nidhogg worm. That's who yep. you're challenging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe. You never know. Never know. Uh Matt, did you get a chance to watch? I did. Um, yeah, the spotlight for me was just those uh developer uh short interview things i love those um getting to know these uh, indie developers you may not know of people that are new to you or people that you've been following for a while Um, i I would just watch blocks of like programming just that like i love that kind of stuff yeah i think annapurna and day the devs also does Mm -hmm. like the developer spotlights the the little like take a breath let's learn who these people are um right those kind of little little yeah spotlights highlights those are those are really great and um yeah, uh, Harry, before I, I kick it to you, just like kind of piggybacking off that, my highlight was the Glass Revolver reveal, the partnership mm-hmm. between Glass Revolver and Annapurna. Uh, Glass Revolver um, over lockdown became one of my favorite devs. They, well, he um, developed Ida, which uh, really took over my life uh, th- throughout lockdown. It's a fantastic little boss rush game that yeah these guys could attest to that i could not mm-hmm. stop talking about when it came to like game of the year discussions uh and i've been following him on twitter for quite a while now and seeing clips of we kill monsters and it just looks fucking incredible and like compared mm-hmm. to what he was creating with Ida or what he did create with Ida and um his previous title heavens heaven something um i forgot the name of it what a departure and i can't wait to see what he could do um in a 3d space with the budget of Annapurna and then the support of somebody like Annapurna and just like the vibes and, and everything is just a match made of heaven. So yeah. House Incredible of God. Is that what you're trying to think of? House of God. Thank you. Not I, for some reason I thought of heaven's vault, but heaven's vault is not that game. Not that <laughs> game. No house of God. Yeah. Great itch game. And it also had a limited uh, super rare shorts um, mm. pressing physically. The only super rare short because everybody got real mad at that program for some reason. <laughs> uh yeah so uh play Ida, please everybody oh my god <laughs> it's so good uh house of god's also on steam too yes steam and itch harry highlights from the so outside of the fantastic uh platform showcase that they did for stray which was super cute yeah. which is coming out to xbox on august 10th um i might play it again uh, the two that I really like was um, to a T with that incredible bop. I could not believe how good that is. So I am eight bit. You got to make a present of that. Please, uh, I will buy it now. Yeah, like ooh. 
I was waiting for my phone to light up. Yeah. (laughs) Hopping on that. I love that. It is a collaboration with able gamers too. I was going to say that too. Like I saw that and I'm like, wait a minute. And I I waited till it ended again. I reread it. I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. Like I can't wait to see how that's incorporated and like how the accessibility and the approachability for the game is going to be for players of every player. So that's exciting. Uh, and the fact that it's more of a an episodic 3D adventure got me really intrigued when they did like a description of it. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought it was just going to be like a, a two hour game that's like boopy bop. I'm a I'm a T pose character. Um, this is my vibe, but it gets so weird. And like, there's a puppy and there's a humanoid giraffe, and they're all yep. being derpy with each other. So I'm like, what is this world? And like, what is the premise? And how are you playing? There's I'm, what they showed us looks like gameplay, but I don't even know what you're doing. So I'm just like, I'm here for the vibe. So let's just have a great time with that game. Do you think, um, uh, uh, lore-wise, that's Jeffrey, the draft? I think that's where he went? Yeah. I do. I, I, I dig Me it. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, and then the oh. other game real quick is that yes. Alpha has a nice vibe. Is Flock, which is pretty much a co-op yes. game yeah. where you fly around on a giant bird or you're a super tiny person. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Where we're landing on that um and you collect little cute little derpy fly things um, yeah little pals so, every time they yeah. they like introduced a new thing i was like i want that thing so yeah. bad i want mm. that thing so bad and like Fire. coming from the hohokam folks you know it's gonna be weird as fuck also mm-hmm. and i'm very excited for that yeah like yeah. those two were the games i'm like yep put them in front of me as soon as you can whenever you're ready it just seems like such a good because it is multiplayer which is a weird sort of wrinkle mm-hmm. it just seems like a great like hey friends i haven't seen in a while let's all get together and just like relax maybe we're chatting maybe we're we're zooming around looking at things maybe we're catching a screaming turtle or whatever and but that's something down. i was super impressed with too because most of the like 99 percent of the time when they have like devs or someone playing the game describing like how they're playing it it's usually so over the top and like mm-hmm. all right roger do you repeat over me oh 600 <laughs> gotcha watch your six and it's so frustrating you're just like no one ever talks like that but it was horrible <laughs> i do want that kind of dialogue though over the flop over game. Yeah. 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 we all get together and right, play so this game that. and just do that yeah. yeah perfect all right let's do that but yeah, like it was very easy to listen to and it wasn't very forced and it was very conversational and i'm like all right now i get the game and they're also just having a chill conversation so mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it was very restful and relaxing Calito. hi that's me that's um <laughs> i'm a big fan of uh getting dates for both cocoon and thirsty suitors yeah um, november 2nd it's i'm acceptable. very excited for both of those <laughs> uh again way too many games in that time frame though at least November is getting clearer. Don't say it. Knock on wood. Even though there are other games that are coming out in November. Uh, sure. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Uh, I mean, uh, Jill brought up Ghost Bike, which I think thought was great. Uh, to a T. Um, the one that no one has mentioned yet, though, and we referenced at the beginning, is Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't know... Again, another dev that we know for Sayonara Wild Hearts, but and they're doing this completely different things, uh, at least tone wise. But I'm yeah. into it. It's mm-hmm. more akin to well, I haven't, I never played it personally, but it seems more akin to Device Seven, which oh, was that their was like previous their title. Other, um, yeah, okay. Mo- I, I think I, mobile I only that title. Um, um, 
Yeah, I'm excited to figure out what's going on with the puzzles and the patterns and the the mazes. Um, <laughs> I'm I, I want to know. The mazes. If, yeah, <laughs> I want to know if anyone has figured out that puzzle in that trailer, though. Yes, they that's have. A- no, I was just oh, saying, yes, that's what I wanted to know. Oh, you got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Number one puzzler here. As soon as they put it up, I was like, I know exactly what this is. No, I want to know if someone clever has gone through and, and yeah. figured whatever out that, whatever that was saying. It probably says something, it either says something very important or it's just like, hi, you figured out the puzzle. Yeah. And I either way, I want to know. <laughs> I did find uh, or uh, go to the freeze frame. There was like a script at one point that flashed like a, like a movie script or something. And it was from a character called the magician. And, mm-hmm. and he's basically talking about like, you know, we're all alike, but different. And some are from other worlds and whatnot. I was like, Oh, I'm intrigued, but it was kind of hard to read fully into it. So I mean, they're making a lot of really cool decisions with that game. And I cannot wait to play. It reminds uh, me a lot of The Witness, too, with like, yeah, all the, yeah. especially since it's a nonlinear, you're just like, play however so. you want. I'm like, all mm-hmm. right. Um, and I've never played The Witness, but I've seen it. And I want to play. Oh, too many games. Uh, to <laughs> correct myself really quickly, it's Device 6, not Device 7. Okay. <laughs> they also developed way more games than I thought. The, the, Lorelei is their ninth game. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the, the last thing I want to shout out really quickly is, um, Mundon getting a, a partnership just at least for the next gen updates. Um, <laughs> but what I want to highlight about Mundon is that our friends at Lost in Cult uh, also announced that they are putting out a stunning looking uh, design works uh, book for Mundon. Uh, so just like a really deep dive into like the design of the game and Mundon pencil sketchy, like all, every frame hand drawn, all that kind of stuff. It's the kind of game that does deserve that kind of treatment to really dig into um, the development of that game. And yeah. I will be buying it day one. I'm very excited. Mundon, very good. Austin, uh, Austin Ernst joint. Yeah. Annapurna. Well done. Oh, also there was a Blade Runner game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one. not <laughs> Blade Runner's not really my thing. Same here. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact that Anna Perner is making its own game is huge news. Yeah. I'm very That's excited about thing. that. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that there is now at least one internal studio is is yeah. pretty killer. I'm just surprised that their first game is a licensed game. Right. Yeah. Like I figured like yeah. Anna Perner, they would go the complete opposite. Be like, we're going to make our own thing. It's going to be weird as hell, uh, which is, this still could be weird as hell. And be it probably will be. Ride. But I'm curious too about the year 2033 versus like 2076 and other years that I don't read, remember off the top read of somewhere. <laughs> 2049. There we go. Yeah. 29. Yeah. yeah. Read somewhere that it, it does canonically take place between yep. the two films, which That'd be cool. makes sense for the year. Um yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, like Jill, I'm not a Blade Runner person. Like I never I saw both films and never really clicked with me, but I'm more interested to see what Anna Perna could do internally. And I'm very interested to see who is on that team. Like who did they tap? <laughs> cool. Um, let's kick it to an ad really quick. And then we'll talk about next fest.
If you've gotten to this point of the 6-1 IndieCast, that means you must enjoy what we do to some extent. So with that logic in mind, if you're enjoying this, why not support us over on patreon.com slash 6-1-Indie? We are a tiny company with huge ambitions to help amplify the indie scene one game at a time. That includes our massive production of the Mini Indie Showcase, a biannual indie game showcase for indies by indies. Not only would your dollar support our efforts into spotlighting indie games, but you gain a few perks for the podcast. First and foremost, you don't have to listen to this ad every single damn week. Secondly, you can watch the podcast live as we record it and join the discussion in the chat. And last but not least, you gain access to Clocked Out, the weekly IndieCast post show available exclusively for patrons. This is where we get to talk about AAA games and films and get a bit unhinged and talk about like the Scorpion King and, and Wombats and getting hurt and stuff like that. Anyways, if you're able to, and sincerely only if you're able to, it would mean the world to us if you considered supporting us over on patreon.com slash 61indie. And we are back to the show and we're going to talk about next fest. I would like to start on, if I may, <laughs> I played one uh, demo. And it's a really somber, very heart wrenching demo that uh, I think we should start off with on a serious note. Okay. I played Goobies. <laughs> Please tell us what Goobies is about, Mike. I really hope it's an emotionally gripping game. Yeah. Uh, Goobies Damn is uh, Goobies is now my favorite Survivors like. I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, you play as a, a little blob, um, and you're you're just fighting off the Goobies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah it, are it, the goobies it, like the munchies what's happening no they're they're just little uh little Lops. blobby creatures they, they're kind of like the soot in uh in spirited away okay. the little like okay. black fuzzy boys except they're very smooth they're very shiny uh they're very wiggly and wobbly uh, and, and <laughs> how are they different than, than the protagonist goo uh the protagonist uh well you could choose from many many protagonists uh i okay. on the, they just showed the the names uh there's sprinkly winkly there's dizzy wizzy yeah yep. uh there's wiggle woggle what are the um, telly is going on here yes <laughs> i forgot who i played as but uh he he was green he was like yeah. a a nice um easter green i'll say okay, okay. dizzy wizzy i saw him uh, but in all seriousness uh it is a very adorable wholesome looking uh survivors like and the presentation definitely helps me like i i want to go back like i'm going to it comes out on july 14th i'm going to buy this day one and it's going to take over my life um okay. the presentation definitely helps that um what is the most appealing thing is the sound design um every time you kill a gooby it just gives you one of the like oh, popping bubbles i love it and it sounds so great. It's just ASMR, the video game. It's fantastic. Uh, but gameplay-wise, what it does to separate itself from the pack, because obviously there are so many of these Survivor's Likes coming out nowadays, um, there is an interesting scoring system. So, like, you know, you collect experience, you level up, you, you choose your weapons, your actives, your passives, all that kind of stuff. There are uh, ways where, like, at some point, I forgot what the action is, but at some point you could get like a roulette wheel that will give you the chance of like pumping up your attack speed, pumping up your movement speed, your defense by like times one, two or three. Um, there are mini boss and main boss battles that 
will come and interact once you reach a certain level. I know that's not nothing particularly new in the survivor's likes, but the most interesting thing is that you can unlock modifiers to actually change the gameplay up. And one of the modifiers that I unlocked was the ability to um, be able to aim with the, the thumbstick. So like you could actually do like precise control and choose where you want to aim, like it's similar to like a twin stick shooter, um, which in the demo didn't feel great. So I instantly took it off. and I just opted it to be like a normal, like vampire survivors clone. Um, but yeah. Goobies, but developed mm-hmm. by knife knives. <laughs> Knives. Knives. What a sentence to say. I love yeah. it. Gooby's developed by knives. <laughs> I do really uh, like the, the yellow character's name is Bingus Bungus. Yeah, Bingus, Bingus Bungus, Bungus is a good one. <laughs> Y'all, this is like this is what Steam Next Fest is all about. Having someone tell you about a game you had no idea existed and been like, I am so about this. Yeah, you know, I was just scrolling. I was like, I was waiting for a meeting to start and I was like, okay, I just need something like mindless. Oh, look at this Goobies. dumb little lad with his wiggly arms in the air. What's what's this Goobies bullshit? And then all of a sudden I fall in love with it. I love it. So um, I do want to read the Steam description also. Uh, battle, thousands, battle thousands of blobs in this roguelike auto shooter travel from island to island defeat bosses collect and upgrade items to become the more oh sorry to become more powerful and discover lag inducing combos in an endless <laughs> blob bath Ooh. oh that's great you love it when they're having fun with the description and they definitely are mm-hmm. they definitely are with uh woozy doozy and di- diddly widdly and all these <laughs> freaks big stompus or whatever <laughs> big stompus uh <laughs> But yeah, it's great. Highly recommended. That was the only Next Fest demo I played this week. <laughs> yeah. so, Everyone, uh, stop what you're now. doing. Go out and get. There's still a download demo option, still which I have a just lot of done. These still do, which is yeah, wild. which is great. I love that. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Please enjoy. <laughs> have a wonderful <laughs> night. <laughs> Let's go next. Harry, can Harry go. not that everybody Harry. jump at once. <laughs> Harry's got more games than I do, so Harry can Harry can go. Yeah, so let so let me also preface by saying I was in a puzzly mood, so a lot of these are going to be either puzzle or low stakes games. Um, so like the, the first movie. one that I want to highlight is Thronefell. Is yeah, we did that about? one. Mm-hmm. Yes, we touched on that. Okay, so I'll just briefly bring it up that it was a lot of fun to do rounds of. Um, Drawing a whole blank. <laughs> Tower waves defense. Tower defense waves. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Tower defense. You can manage. Uh, it's totally play. <laughs> Your castle. <laughs> the tower. There is a, there is a so castle. Long. It looks great. You are defending it. Games. You fall. Waves um, of enemies come. There's You're a good. throne. Yeah. There's so yeah, there's waves of enemies. You build up your area for um, better defense better ammunition better <laughs> better <enemy>. towers <laughs> we went better to the thrones, moon in 1969 all yeah, over so again we've already talked about this i'm gonna stop talking because it's okay Harry. So i called you jackman last week Henry jackman, so it's fine uh, so yeah that was fun who's next <laughs> jill give me a game uh I got a chance to go on my my community uh, throws me into gameplay videos. They get to decide what to play. And last week they said, Jill, you're going to be playing a bunch of uh, Steam demos. 
So one of the ones that I did, the 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 one that I enjoyed the most, and I am surprised I didn't mention on the last one, is a uh, goodbye volcano high. Mm. It is Yay. yes, it is such a delight. It is so beautiful to look at. It's got this beautiful, beautiful hand drawn aesthetic. It is um, an adventure game essentially with a little bit of rhythm game kind of thrown in there and the conceit is you're all playing as dinosaurs which is brilliant but no one ever like no one's ever like ah i'm a dinosaur you're all like humanoid and you're going to high school and dealing with the stress of of high school and the drama and like you're in a band and you care about that and what's going on uh but then all of a sudden you hear over the radio or over the news or whatever that there is a meteor coming towards the planet that may or may not be a problem. And it has real, like, it gets real serious real quickly, not because the game, I mean, the game itself is sort of like you're playing as a dinosaur and we all know what happens to the dinosaurs, right? But, like, it gets really like how people reacted when they first heard about, like, COVID in March of 2020. You know, people are like, is this going to be a thing? Is And some people are like, run for the hills. And some people are like, it's not even, it's not going to be. I wonder if they'll touch on that theme more. And if that, but it really started to like relate with me. I'm like, oh, this is getting, I'm feeling this because everyone's trying to just like survive and live life like it's normal. And there's this impending doom coming. I'm like, okay, this is a real vibe for, you know post-pandemic worlds um but all of the the writing is clever i like all the characters freaking trish is a hundred percent the mvp (laughs) she's out there just loving bugs and life and it's a real good time i enjoyed a lot come on uh, oh sorry mike no sorry august right release date i think i think it's august yep it's early August. Uh, it it was supposed to already be out, but they pushed it. I think a few months. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know if it was in uh, this demo, Jill, but I played this at PAX East, mm-hmm. and my favorite thing about it is like when you have to make a choice, you have to like double down on it. Was that a part of this demo as well? Like where they really made you make sure that you were going to make this choice. You have to like move towards the choice and then like hold it. Yeah. And be really okay with the fact that that is what you're choosing. Sometimes when you make it, it's it's an interesting they throw gameplay differences at you to keep it a little more mm-hmm. uh, to keep you more refreshed than maybe some adventure games. Uh, so in some instances, you've got like buttons you have to click in order to hit the in order to make the choice that you're making, or you have to follow a rhythm game appropriately, or mm-hmm. it's a yeah they they do a lot of cool sort of things it's like putting weight behind the choices which i really yes. love yeah this is a uh, one of the two games i'm trying to avoid playing any previews demos <laughs> for i was very jealous when kyle played it at pax east i i almost pulled the trigger this week but i was like nah i gotta just wait yeah we're close very enough excited. yeah close no enough. it looks really good i recommend everybody checking it out and it looks like the release date is august 29th sweet cool Right around Armor Core. Sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, speaking of games that I'm trying to avoid, like the plague until they come out. Yeah. How's Sea of Stars? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, like you with Goodbye Volcano High, I didn't want to play this. 
<laughs> but I, I I caved in and yep. I'm so happy I did. Um game made by Sabotage Studios, previously made Messenger. Um, this is the old school RPG of my dreams, <laughs> really. And it's dropped at gorgeous. The music is incredible. Um the combat, even though it is turn-based, it's got like um it's got mechanics where you have to stay involved. So when it comes to like the skills or the techniques of each different character, um, it's like mini games, right? Like one is you throw your staff at the enemies and as it comes back to you, you have to press X to ricochet it back to the enemies for a short period of time. Yes. Michael Tandro, six one Indy. I think you just answered one of my questions, which it yep. sounds like paper mario like combat where it is like it's turn-based but you are doing active like press a at this moment or like sure. smash the button stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. um, um second question <laughs> yeah go for it uh is it random encounters uh no you can see the enemies <laughs> um which is great yeah uh and based on when you where you walk into them or when you encounter them will uh, designate where they are on the battlefield. Okay. And uh, one of the characters has a skill skill where he can take one of the enemies and throw them to the, close to the group. So if you, <sighs> if there's another skill with like an AOE attack, that's good to like set up that. Um, the one downside to me, and it might not be everyone's downside, probably people are really are, are okay with it when a character gets downed they get revived after two turns two or three turns automatically without having to use like a phoenix down like from final fantasy or something um so it's a little forgiving i don't know if that was just for the demo um but i kind of wish it that wasn't the case okay that's fair um, i yeah as somebody who <laughs> yeah, like yeah. typically doesn't play these kind of games i love that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. that i'm happy i'm happy i i like you know to feel the weight of being bad sure. at this game item management uh, sucks in RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That, that is the cool thing about this is um these save points are are campfires or bonfires uh pretty familiar in the video game world but when you stop at a campfire you have the choice of talking to your party members and getting to know mm. them a little bit or you can straight up rest and that's your save and you get to regain all your hp and mp and stuff but you can also cook, and those are your items, like your healing items and your magic restoring items and whatnot. And uh, yeah, it's just as soon as um, and people can see my let's play of it on on YouTube. As soon as I saw like the overworld and stuff, I was my jaw dropped, even though I wasn't on camera. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, this is everything. It's re really is like the Chrono Trigger in this this day and age. It's mm -hmm. pretty great. Well, it's funny, I like. All I've heard were the Chrono Trigger comparisons. It really sounds like Paper Mario, like in terms of like the oh, battle yeah. system and stuff, yeah. which like that. Yeah, that's like all me. That's like the kind of turn based RPG I do actually like enjoy, like the actual sure. turn based combat. And um, yeah, being able to see the enemies in the overworld mm -hmm. and stuff like that mm -hmm. sounds delightful. And I wait. am happy I played it because I was worried about spoilers and whatnot. And they do a really fun thing with spoilers where you start the game, you get a feel for it and then it speeds up time. And it brings you elsewhere, so you don't get to see any of the story. And then when you beat the boss at the end, it just straight up is like, all right, wait for the full game. You're not going to know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really, really dug a whole lot. So, yeah, Sea of Stars um, is on the top of my list for most anticipated, for sure. Oh, yeah. This game also comes out on August 29th. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I don't know why they've done this. Uh, to me. Who? See you stars, man. Baldur's Gate 3 the next week. Oh my goodness. Ugh. When uh <laughs> when Kyle mentioned the bonfires, I was I, in my mind, I was like, what in what if in armored core uh just the giant mech sits down at a bonfire? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's gonna mod that. That'd be so good. That'd be great. Um this game is somehow connected to uh the messenger universe mm-hmm. or it's in the messenger universe any mm-hmm. inkling in the demo about that i doubt it but. i looked i was looking i couldn't see anything uh okay. i mean obviously some things stylistically are familiar sure like portals opening up remind me of like the the shopkeeper in the messenger or whatnot but i was gonna say maybe like i'm curious if the shopkeeper is in this I, game on that, their that website, would be on the website, one of the frequently asked questions are, uh, is the shopkeeper in the game? And they go, there's always Twitter. So I, I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, there's nothing always. nothing that I could see clearly that it's completely, okay. that's tied to the original but or the other game. Might uh, go back and replay Messenger just to yeah. freshen I up. I didn't play the the, uh, the expansion, the DLC. Me neither. Maybe I'll, yeah, I might good. do that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it was good. Matt, give me one of your uh, 37 uh, demos that you played. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not an exaggeration either. Not an exaggeration. <laughs> uh, let me start off with uh, Lunar Lux, um, developed by uh... <laughs> Derry. Did I take one of yours? No, I mean, like, yeah, it's so okay. good. <laughs> that was more of a yeah, not a rat's. Right. You know? no. uh, developed by uh, Cosmic Nobab Games, if I wrote that round, uh, down correctly. And uh, published by Freedom Games. Uh, Lunar Lux is just a joy. It's delightful. It's a um, almost like a Game Boy Advanced era uh, RPG game. Um, but the cool mechanic when you're in those battles, there's different mechanics. And I can't tell if it's random or if it's based on the enemy type. But there's different mechanics for dodging uh, the enemy attack. So like there's the uh, Undertale, like heart dodge uh, shooter mechanic. There's uh, lane moving similar to uh, Mega Man Battle Network. Um, I just I loved my time with the demo. I wanted more time in that world. Um, but it's it's a uh, sci fi from what I could gather the story. It, they're living on the moon. And apparently Earth is just a lava wasteland at this point. Currently is. Um, but there's a um, like dimensional beings coming into their space, attacking people, and they're um, I forget what the like the rangers' names are, but they take them down, and there's cores where they can learn more about these creatures. But there's also people that are trying to take the cores for themselves. Um, yeah, I, I want to know more about the story, and I had an absolute blast playing it. This looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the Undertale like mini games to to dodge and stuff like that is it, really interesting. I'm I'm surprised that hasn't been adapted more than it. Mm-hmm. I suspected it to. Yep. Like, yeah, obviously we got things like Everhood, which Everhood is its own take. Mm-hmm. Harry, we didn't get to talk by the way. Fucking Everhood too. Let's fucking go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what a mind bender that is, and it's um, also squared. And I'm like, is that on purpose? What's the deal with that? What does that mean? But we can um, talk about that later. I also love that like we we are starting to get a small renaissance of these like GBA inspired indies like um obviously Grapple Dog we we adored from a couple mm-hmm. years back at this point like this is obviously very it, this reminds me stylistically of like Battle Network or something for sure yeah yeah 
looks awesome. And freedom usually puts out bangers. So yeah. yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, round Robin, uh, Kyle, I had to think Hi. about how, yeah. How that happened. <laughs> Let me reversed. tell you about a Christmas Carol inspired. Metroidvania. <laughs> yes. And the invisible world is yep. a gorgeous Metroidvania where you play as Scrooge. Uh, and it takes place after the ghosts has visited him in the story we all know. And oh, okay. So wait, that's that's after. huge. We were very curious if this was pre or post ghost. Oh yeah, post no. This post, is yep. this is post ghosts because he sees other ghosts that are looking for his help oh. uh, that help him out. <laughs> so he so the ghost clearly uh, damaged this man and yes. <laughs> he has spiraled <laughs> very much so. Okay, uh, and um, I mean. First and foremost, the game is just gorgeous. Um, there, there's a moment where you walk into like the the main town square, and there are like people bustling around the city in the background, in the foreground, people on the street just having conversations with each other. It feels so lived in. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, the ghosts are asking you for your help to stop the. Um, there's like a government like takeover, or where they're like suppressing the people or whatnot. And um, those are like the your main enemies and some other ghosts. You're actually attacking them as well with your trusty cane. Um, that classic cane. Classic yeah. cane. That's that's what he's known for. He's just hitting people with canes. My favorite Scrooge, Michael Kane. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The best Scrooge. The best Scrooge, yeah. Um, and Scrooge yeah, it's... Also had a cane. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, time out did you see the realization of uh dan Riker not realizing that scrooge mcduck was based on ebenezer scrooge no i did not that sounds amazing i need incredible look that out yeah anyways continue Um, it's got the the typical metrovania stuff where there are some areas that are locked off until you get abilities um uh, it is kind of, I wouldn't say like super difficult, but my biggest issue with the gameplay of it is um, Scrooge can only dash backwards. Yeah. To like avoid attacks. Like you can't dash forward. So there are many times where to try to get away from an enemy that is in front and behind me, I would dash backwards into another enemy. And like, even if you touch it, it's like const- you're constantly getting hit and the health goes down real quick. So uh, it's go- that's going to take a little bit of getting used to. Okay. So he has um, that uh, a la carte dash. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, I what I who I thought was the ghost of Tiny Tim in the trailer. It's not the ghost of Tiny Tim. <laughs> he's still a okay. Uh, no okay. Another, he's okay. He's okay. He's the um, final boss. Yeah. There you go. It, it's just another big uh, Tim. Ch- big Tim. Uh, <laughs> There's a, another ghost child that helps you that gives you a double jump ability, mm-hmm. um, which again helped me get to uh, one of the harder bosses, and I ended up dying a whole lot because I kept dashing into him. Um, but it's gorgeous. I love Metroidvania, so I'm definitely on the lookout for it. I'm pretty sure it's coming everywhere too, which is nice. Okay. Uh, how's it? Does it feel good? Yeah, it feels yeah. good. Other like than combat the dash. Stuff? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the only nitpick I had on it, anyone who watched my stream, I did play this on stream. Uh, historically, very inaccurate. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> if you want to see my like very long rant on exactly everything that was happening in that, you enjoy it over at theindianformer.com. <laughs> yeah. I also love just, you know, 
breaking open the lanterns on the street and there's just like a lot of money in the lantern yeah like you do <laughs> yeah the whole town could have been saved exactly yeah that's the other thing lights. i don't get is like he's been he's understood the the spirit of christmas but he's still like living in this giant mansion by himself on the hill that's like lavishly decorated and then there yeah. are people on the on the streets that are like oh we can't make our rent and i'm like just invite her back to the house <laughs> he did his one good deed and now he's back yeah. to being cranky old man yeah that's why the ghosts are still haunting him (laughs) probably (laughs) like listen all right you there's 364 more days you have to be nice not just one (laughs) uh fun fact they are they are uh developing a remake of haunted house by the the atari game the same studio so this will be the second time that game's been remade sure (laughs) creep sneak and dash your way through hordes of ghouls and eerie ectoplasms in this roguelike reimagining of the classic atari adventure haunted house love it so there's there's that jill yep what else did you play uh i want to give a shout out to kingdom 80s i it recently released i bought Uh, it today and i played like 25 minutes of it so uh it's one of those indies that uses light in such a fantastic way in that it looks god yeah like the light is naturalistic, but the art of the game is a 2D pixel and it has this brilliant effect that just like radiates out. I love it, love it, love it so much. And um, they have they every single setting seems to have like water next to it. And obviously because the water rain rendering is so fantastic yeah could we like touch on that for a second i don't understand how this game looks like this because of like especially with the water rendering like it very much looks like it looks like i'm looking into a diorama that's built inside of a box where like the water is like coming at me and then like there is the plane where the characters are and stuff but there's still like depth of field also it's i don't understand how this game is (laughs) because it is stunning it is absolutely stunning this is the, the the same um kingdom that's like what was the subtitle two thrones and then yes. wasn't there like a yeah. blood stain yeah they have update? a smattering um, of other kingdom games this one is very 80s it is very uh stranger things it is very, very yeah oh yeah uh like that's all your touchstones there like you are playing as a kid when your world gets attacked by some sort of Pink gooey monsters? Uh, the goobies. This is canonically yeah. the goobies. <laughs> obviously. Time obviously. for Bingus Bongus. Bingus Bongus. Is... From outer space. No, he, we have to recruit him. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. Yeah. And you collect coins and recruit people and build up defenses and are trying to accomplish different objectives. And it's all sort of like there's a lot of child labor going on here uh, that labor. we need to question. Because I. I the the tutorial made me laugh so hard because it was just like throw coins out and and yeah. recruit children. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, Mike. Do you have anything else you want to throw in there about it? Yeah. So this is my first Kingdoms Kingdom game that I that I've given a shot. Um, it's I feel like it starts really slow and like the, even with the tutorial, I feel like it's not super friendly to somebody jumping into the series for the first time. I I think I played the first. It's split up in epi- or I well I guess levels. Like I, I was in the first episode, which is split off in different waves. I guess um, I got to wave three, and I don't know how I got to wave three. 
I, I, I killed two little, little lads, uh, cause my, my child laborers picked up a bone arrow that I, I feel like was an accident. Yeah. Um, so I accidentally won. I don't know if this is a, it's a me game, but it's beautiful. It's very pretty to look at. A uh, quote for the box art. One of my child laborers picked up a bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that on the steam page. Raw fury. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I, I have to give it like a proper go. This is very much like a oh, I have twenty minutes before I have to hop on to the podcast. Let me give it a shot. Um, yeah, but yeah. The, the I mean, like the setting and just the vibe, but the visuals all really get me and all um are really intriguing. So yeah, I'm, I need to just sit down with it a little more. And it's part of the Steam Summer Sale. It's a couple bucks off. Woo. Nice. It is ten seventy nine. Love it. Go check it out. Check a look. Uh, who didn't talk in a bit? Matt? Harry? No, Harry. 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 Hello again. I should have I'm, figured out a good order, but I didn't. Random is the best order. Yeah, uh, sure. So I think I'm going to be more prepared to talk about this since I thought about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> another game that is very puzzly slash turn based is Slide Magi. Don't know, know what this is. Yeah, yeah, we have not. Love it. So Slide Magi is pretty much a one versus one player where you're summoning creatures, partners, uh, beings, whatever, magical people, dudes, um, <laughs> to defend yourself and attack the other person. So you're playing pretty much as a wizard, and it is on a almost like a chessboard where it's very grid-based. Um, as of the demo I played, it's all the same level. But in order to move, you are literally moving the strips of grids horizontally or vertically. So you're not moving your person. It's almost like a conveyor belt where you're modifying the terrain to force the person in different locations in the 3D space. So that took me like a four minutes to process what was happening. I'm like, okay, how am I moving this? Um, because it, you're constantly changing the terrain, so you can't predict or you can't plan on what your enemy is going to do in that next round and kind of plan around it. Yes, Kyle. Can, once you get to the edge of the board, can you like hide the unit, like on the other, other side of the plane? You cannot. Or? So if it's okay. a, a square, you get to the end of the grid and based on what, uh, based on what um, thing is in that space can either force you to fall down and then you automatically die or you stop or you are in the line of fire for an enemy. So it's like, there's a lot of strategy with this, which kind of blew my mind. Cause it's like, it's very smooth edged creatures that look kind of cutesy wootsy, um, <laughs> but the, the rigor in the difficulty can really ramp up. Um, but the demo was really easy. Like it was like, all right, you're summoning a necromancer, you're summoning an archer, you're summoning another magic dude. Um, and it was very handholdy, which I appreciated because it was definitely a, a mind tease to manipulate the terrain because uh, there was like gaps in it there was trees there was like water so there was a lot of things going on and i thought it was really cool um and what i thought was really interesting was i didn't get a chance to play this but there's local player like two like one versus one you can do it remotely you can do it uh, well, those are only two ways um but <laughs> in person or remote um and it seemed really cool that you can also play in the story mode or just burst either the computer or random uh, people. So this is definitely a Harry game in terms of strategy and kind of figuring out what's your best build. Um, 
but there's no release date, so that made me sad. But it's definitely a cool game worth checking out if you like turn-based and or strategy games. Wow, cool game worth checking out. Editor-in-Chief Harry Lizidis. (laughs) Uh, It's somehow, we're we're nearing the hour already, so let's do speed round. Matt. (laughs) I know. Okay. It quickly came up on us. (laughs) Uh, Word Factory, the game that kind of yes. like, made us all like, oh, sweet. hurt our heads a little bit. Uh, How I absolutely is it? loved it. Yeah? Uh, so Fuck you only yeah. have the letter I, and you can bend it, you can mirror it, and you have to make other letters with the letter I. Oh, That's what's going on. Wow. And a lot of people gave up, because when you're playing the demo each level, it can say like 23,000 other people completed this. After like six levels... It was just one other player who would complain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait, like, what was all the conveyor? So like, all the different factories are like, yeah. you can, uh, flip it, you can bend it um, near certain ways. So like, let's say the letter A, you have to send two letter I's to the merge factory uh, so it can become a V. You then have to send it oh. to two different rotations to become uh, upside down V. And then merge that again with a horizontal, so rotated I to become an A. I love this so much. It's awesome. You have confirmed that I'm too stupid for this. (laughs) I I can't wait to play this later. Uh, That's um, Star Garden Games is developing publishing, and that comes out August 3rd. Uh, uh, Home Safety Hotline. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is oh, like yeah. a Windows 95 uh, hotline simulator and things get weird quick. It's a lot of fun. People are calling in and you're supposed to send them packets with information on how to deal with like household pests or molds and stuff like that. But really quickly, like things start getting weird or like somebody calls like, do you guys offer uh, uh, lawn mowing services? And you don't have an answer for that. So you end up sending them a packet for something random. And then sure. they call back later and like, you sent me the wrong thing and now everyone's sick and uh, like they're coughing. I'm like, obviously this had nothing to do with your lawn. Like something wrong is going on in this house. Uh, yeah. Jill, you, you played it. It sounded like you. No, I had someone in my uh, community who was really going hard for this game. And they're, they said almost the same thing. Like they don't want to spoil anything, but it gets weird. And I'm like, yeah, I do really want to check that out. What was the name of it? That is Home Safety Hotline, and actually, uh, Cole uh, turned me on yeah. this one. Uh, no release date yet, um, okay. and it's being developed by Nicholas Lives or Lives. Um, and they have uh, several other games, which is really cool. Doodle Date. It's another game. Sorry, uh, there was weird silence after I said. <laughs> I, I just thought that was. <laughs> we just We're had all like, out. okay. Uh, romance seduce and even marry your own drawings are you fucking kidding me for a uh, dollar it doesn't seem (laughs) like it seems like that's exactly the content i feel like marrying someone will be costing you more than a dollar uh a game called nowhere manor and it's a visual novel um but the thing that struck me apart from other visual novels is just the artwork in this game yes outstanding um it's um Story-wise, you're like a doll that's been implanted with a soul, seemingly. Like, it it seems like these dolls aren't supposed to have their own emotions, feelings, or thoughts. 
Um, but yeah, the, normal the character that you play as does. And there's angels, there's demons, and there's backhanded dealing going on. I yeah, I really want to dive more into this world just because of how visually striking and beautiful it is. And that's uh, yeah. being developed by Monoramus and Time Galleon, and that's Q4 2023. Yeah, coming this year. Sick. I have a lot more, but somebody else can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, give me give me some. Okay, are we doing the, the 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 like rounding up real fast and then uh, medium speed? It's fine. Okay, no, I'm gonna go as fast as I can, Mike. Okay, gotta go fast. <laughs> gotta go, gotta fast. go fast. I've been uh, playing a lot of Sonic Origins. We could talk about that. Oh boy. No. <laughs> no. Uh, to just do a quick touch on some of the things that I jumped into and enjoyed. Uh, Corpo Nation. Yes. Got real. There we go. Got real. <laughs> real intense very quickly. You are. Um, living in a world of sort of 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 the corporation sort of you you live entirely for it and and it's it's taking over the world so if you're into that sort of thing do that um cross splits Uh, real quick corpo nation uh being published by uh platonic which is interesting Mm -hmm. uh cross splits is something that my teammate john carson shouted out and i thought i should jump into it because if he wanted if he liked it it's probably good uh cards and strategy and cute pixels and uh, actually very fun even though cards are not usually my thing that's Um, really good this is on my wish list i i don't have any recollection i shouted it out out last week it's it's oh oh this is the Yu-Gi-Oh one that you mentioned Mm -hmm. yep okay Mm -hmm. that's why and then last one i'm gonna do a quick shout out for is islands of the caliph it's like a real old, old school, like dungeon crawler, like almost like it should be a text adventure, but it is 3D. Ooh. Yeah. So y'all have fun with that. The one I want to make sure to talk about a little bit more is Dreamed Away. Uh, developer is Nicholas Pelton. And it starts out looking kind of like a, a cute, maybe adventure game, maybe like earthbound kind of thing happening here um and as you're playing things start to get weirder and creepier and like by the time i finished uh, and i didn't play the whole demo i was starting to see ghosts i was like what the heck's going on with this why are the game (laughs) you couldn't tell you know they were just popping out of the demo into my life are you ebenezer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the crossover we always wanted uh, yeah hello that was great that was my Michael Caine impression as Scrooge 10 out of 10 thank you uh, so yeah everyone should go wishlist that it looks like the demo is still up as well if you want to check out what's going on there I also got really suspicious of everyone because I'm like something's going on here something's weird so I'm like, I theorized that the mom is like an alien and the sister is some sort of like murderer in a child's body or something. I, and, and it could all be true. Who knows? Who knows? Who's to say? Uh, Harry. That's me. Anymore? Anymore? Uh, I can do rapid fire on most of these. So Skater Gator 3D, which is something you guys probably talked about yeah. already. Yeah. 
We did not. Let's, no, I did the I did the let's play. Ah, yeah, there we part, go. So. Uh, it's pretty much a skating game crossed with a platformer game, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cute. Um, I liked the skating portion better than the platforming. So I thought the platforming was very uh, jumpy. Uh, mm-hmm. Not jumpy, oh, you jump in. Um, it, it, felt in it felt in floaty. floaty, yeah, imprecise yeah. too. Like um, I couldn't get the the depth perception very well. Yeah. But the visuals is pretty much like a mix. It's it's like a a higher definition Spyro. That's at least my first thought when I saw it, like from old school, where it's stylized cutely, but like three D perspective. Yeah. Uh, and I never, I Googled a little bit to try to find the original one. I didn't find very much because it's like a remake pretty much of the uh, original game. Or is it? Yeah. Skater Gator came out last, no, two Januarys ago. Um, yeah. It's essentially a side scroller pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a fun departure from that art style because it definitely is pretty. And I think that the theme that we've been talking about today has been like really pretty cool art styles, which is indies in a nutshell. I love mm-hmm. that. And you're um, collecting the the letters to Gator, which is like mm-hmm. the main thing. And yeah, very Donkey Kong. When you're on the rails, you know, doing grinds, it's 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 like you don't have to worry about balance or whatever but you have to worry about doing like the hopping between rails to avoid obstacles mm-hmm. and whatnot and enemies and yeah. and it's yeah. level based and like there's a scoreboard and you want to get as high as you can as my favorite thing is it's like your birthday and you get a skateboard for it but then that skateboard turns out to be an evil monster that mm-hmm. takes off and that's like oh. the enemy you're chasing hate it when uh, that happens yeah it's very cool <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I uh, can confirm it, it was January 2022. It's currently on sale for $1.79, the, the original Skater Gator. Love it. Uh, another quick one can be Boomerang Jack, which I immediately downloaded because it gave me the vibe of Samurai Jack, and I love that show. Okay. Um, and it kind of is where it's a, a mysterious guy, but he has a boomerang, and you are going to fight and do stuff with pirates. And the nice thing about the boomerang is there's different button inputs that you can use to kind of do different attacks and area of effect stuff and cool things like that. And it felt very quick and snappy and you felt really powerful while you were playing it. Yes, Kyle. What kind of stuff we do with pirates? (laughs) I wanted to know if you started laughing when I laughed. I was like, I wasn't going to go near that joke, but then I looked up and I saw Kyle laughing. I'm like, you fight them, you bargain with them. Plunder, fucking swashbuckling. You're not swashbuckling. You're swashing someone's buckle over there. At least that's how many many buckles you're swashing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that was cool. I enjoyed that. I'm Uh, looking at the trailer now. It looks fucking really sick. Yeah, it was like the traversal seems like really cool. Where you're swinging around like Spider Man, Spider Man. Yeah, and it was very, and it's all 2D pixels. So it's like they're doing a lot of. things with a simplified um art design Mm -hmm. two more things one more quick one and then a medium one uh synth beasts okay go for it uh so it's pretty (laughs) much harry needs like approval right (laughs) i just want to see if anyone's like oh yeah yeah or oh no no we should just say like oh yeah we talked about that one for like yeah so i was waiting everyone (laughs) the first one threw me off so i'm like i'm gonna pause and uh, so yeah, since these little mew with horns. Yeah. So okay. So I like the idea of this, but they literally give you uh, no information when you start. Just like, all right, I'm I'm okay. pretty much a mew from Pokemon. 
but pixel formed with mean horns. And as you kind of wrap around this 3D environment, which is a very different art style than the character you're playing as, um, you find out that you are a, a being from the laboratory, um, which sounds like Mewtwo from Pokemon. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you are absorbing abilities from other creatures to transform into them, which sounds like Mew from Pokemon. Um, and you use all these abilities to manipulate the terrain as well as fight creatures. But in order to gain more abilities, you have to defeat them um, and capture their powers. Uh, like Pokemon. So are we the bad guy or? I don't know. That's the thing that I find interesting because I want to figure out what's going on. I mean, do you, do you um, see this little lad's horns? Of course. Yeah. So he might, he might he's be the bad devil. boy. Uh, or he, he's he a might bad... be bad boy. <laughs> Put it on the steam page. He might be yeah. bad boy. But That's all it needs really, to say. Yeah. And the music is a cool chill vibe. Um, not the best hype demo but it was definitely a cutesy bootsy thing that i want to find more about um, and hope that it involves the gameplay as well it it does say it's a bite-sized two to three hours yeah so synth beast is a bite-sized pokemon meets zelda oh i didn't see that meanwhile it says similar games that you played 20 minutes of dawn so i i I don't know what to take from that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so We'll see. Hopefully it's fun. Hopefully it's enjoyable. If it's bite-sized, maybe it's the story about how he escaped and what's he doing now. Uh, and then the last game I'll talk about, which is medium length, is Heretic's Fork. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very curious. I didn't play it during the demo, but I got an early preview for this one. Check it out on theindianformer.com. Hey. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so pretty much you play as a person who is doing managerial work for hell. Yeah. Um, so you have to control like it's pretty much a tower defense where you're the, in the center and there are souls or beings trying to escape hell and get out. Um, and since you are in charge of hell, you can't let that happen. So people have to stay in hell because that's the rules. Of course, um, it's, it's the rules. Pretty, yep. It's pretty much a roguelike deck builder where you get certain cards and it's either to enhance the weapons that you have, change the types of uh, powers that you exude and increase speed and stuff like that so it's not too shocking in tower defense slash roguelikes where you build something up get some money lose then start all over again what i thought was really cool was how um quick paced it is like i was so surprised that it was like all right here's the three things you're going in things are happening we're starting again go forward like uh and each like loop is you want to fill up a certain meter to get enough of the souls destroyed and trapped in hell once that happens you get more cards expel some power either upgrade do something better and then kind of rinse and repeat and there's a variety of enemies so it's not like just black blobs just going like i want to leave hell there's larger black (laughs) blobs scary explosion things um they do lean a little bit into um the like job simulator type part of it as well which i really enjoy i think if i remember correctly i don't know if this was in the demo or not but was moss in the first couple of seconds of this game no from um it crowd no no one's a big fan of british humor over here okay fine no no i know it crowd i I, I know the show yeah (laughs) okay i was like that's it's a reference you know so i saw (laughs) that guy in the trailer 
I Maybe. don't recall seeing him in the game. Okay. Must have been an exclusive scoop for me. But Wow. Exclusive on the IndieFormer.com. <laughs> but I, as soon as I saw him pop up, I'm like, oh, yeah. This is 100% the way I want to go for this. So there's – I love all the – like – tower defense stuff that usually doesn't like spark my interest even though i do enjoy that kind of gameplay but they do lean into the sort of humor that is you are going about your nine to five your manager you're hiring people who are just like this is you know this is a job i don't care dude like that sort of level of people to start out with and then as you like go you can hire more and more qualified people so you can like your tower gets defended in different better ways yeah it's a lot of fun. yes so in the demo the, the the humor is very you have to look for it because it's in the descriptions on certain things but mm-hmm. i'm glad to see they really leaning into it so this is definitely a i want to play this as soon as it releases kind of thing because uh, it was uh, super fun something really cool also i didn't realize this is the same developer as zappling bygone which has been on my list for a long time it's really interesting um metroidvania that came out last year it's actually on sale as far as as the the summer uh sale i might just grab it because it's really cool um my gosh i'm in so much trouble with this steam sale you guys i know i'm thinking of buying a a steam deck because it's 20 percent off for the most how do you do it it? everyone get their black robes on do it It's the sales till July 13th, so I might wait till yeah, time. July 12th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle, we talked about it last week, but uh, Viewfinder, you like it? Yeah, it's very, very, very good. Uh, by um, the time you're listening to this, there is a let's try of Viewfinder of Kyle playing it. Yep. Blows my mind that that is a thing that somebody can conceptualize mm-hmm. and then put it into a game and it works completely perfect. It's really, really cool. Video games are cool. Yeah. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Suck it, Harry. <laughs> no. Well, all these games sound lovely, and I can't wait to play them one day. Kyle, what's happening this week in Indy? This week in Indy for July 3rd to July 7th. On Tuesday the 4th, Synapse comes to PSVR 2, step into a lethal state of consciousness, wield monstrous firepower, and rampant telekinesis simultaneously, simultaneously in the quintessential... Oh my god, so many big words. Quintessential <laughs> virtual reality shooter that pushes the boundaries of your mind. Assume the role of an elite operative as you penetrate the warped subconscious of a renowned enemy of the state. You getting this, PSVR boy? Uh... Not currently, not, sure, until not I currently. Get a job. Sure, sure, but sure. yes, it is very high on my list to, cool. to play. It looks really cool. Very interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, and on Thursday the sixth, guilt comes everywhere. A former Stadia exclusive. Shape your fears, fear the shapes. Embark on a journey where you face your worst fears and are confronted with the emotional impact of your actions in this narrative adventure game with puzzles, stealth, and action. Did anybody play guilt yet? No. no. Okay. This is the Tequila Work games that mm-hmm. we uh, we were all really stoked on, but then it was Stadia exclusive <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Very excited it's finally broken out of prison. <laughs> and also on the 6th, a Necrosmith comes to Switch and PS5, already available on PC, a Necromancer simulator. Assemble the dead using different body parts while upgrading your tower. Combine the abilities of the different fantastic races to fight your way through the hordes of enemies and overrun the chosen ones. To tell the truth, the dead are pretty um dumb. Looks great. Yeah. Looks cute. 
It does look very cute. And then uh, PSA, we mentioned it already because Harry's going to buy a Steam Deck this week. Uh, the Steam Summer Sale is running through July 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern. A lot of great stuff on there. I finally pulled the trigger on Dredge. Nice. Yeah. Finally, finally, finally yeah. do some creepy fishing. Enjoy. Dave the physical... Diver is pretty great, too. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I also bought that as a physical boy. Uh, they had a PlayStation 4 version that I scooped up. I'm like, hell yeah. Let's buy it uh, for Dredge. Dredge Diver? Yeah, I was shocked when I saw it on Target's buy to get one free. So I'm like, I know. We're scooping that. <laughs> we said it at the same time, Mike. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Harry, which game? What did I say? Did I not say Dredge? Dredge. Okay, okay there it is. Okay. I said Dave the Diver at the same time as he said Dredge. I was like, said, yes. Dave the Diver. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. I have not okay. seen Dave the Diver come physical. Isn't it okay. only PC? I'm sure it will. Uh, uh, right now, I think. Right now, yeah. Uh, okay. I did not know Dredge had a physical version. I didn't know until I saw it. I was like, I got that, Amori, and then uh, Potion Permit as physical games because this shift from uh, big people saying, like, I'm not going to do physical stuff anymore is horrifying. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it's a bummer. And plus HBO Max and all that shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sure. Just just Max. Max, yeah, sorry, and Paramount my friend, Plus and my friend Max in his garage, you know, yeah, all their friend Max malarkey with just removing stuff because they're like, no. Yeah, uh, real quick, the shout out to Dave the Diver for being like front page of Steam and like mm-hmm. the IGN review really blowing it up. But there's folks like kind of funny streaming it and stuff. Like, hell yeah, Dave. It's good. Good you dive. You. you you go dive. dive. You go manage that restaurant. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Uh, cool He's just happy to be here. He's just happy to be here. Uh, and I'm. Happy to end the podcast. That was a bad transition. Um, <laughs> We're happy Jill is also here. We're happy Jill is here. Jill, thank you so much here, for hanging out for these past two weeks. So obviously, not your last time. We'll we'll have you back on. I think Jill is uh, the perfect co-host for like Game of the Year stuff and and uh, oh, yeah. the the like our our year previews stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jill Jill will be back. Jill's no stranger nowadays. So yeah, thank you, uh, Jill. Plug your stuff, please. Oh yeah, uh, you can. I, I've that sounded been aggressive. It. I apologize. Yes, Jill, <laughs> please. Jill. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, I've been plugging throughout, but you can go to theindianformer.com and check out a, a just a whole variety of things, including my thoughts on Dave the Diver. Uh, spoilers: I ordered sushi the first day I played it because it was <laughs> just so tempting. Um, but yeah, you, you can check me personally out uh, on Twitter at Finrun, F-I-N-R-U-I-N. But you can follow the Indie Informer also on Twitter at Indie underscore Informer. And I'm on a bunch. Uh, the Indie Informer is on a bunch of other socials, too. But Twitter is the main one. Sick. Uh, and you know us at 61 Indie everywhere. YouTube.com slash 61 Indie. Subscribe, please. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Tell your friends about us. Play indies. Tell your friend David we said hi. Max in the garage. And Max and Max we in the garage. We all need to be playing indies. <laughs> <laughs> Max. We're about to do the post show for patrons. So uh, everyone else, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.